0: listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA Podcast with host Jonathan Pemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? Jonathan here with James Grande, bringing you the Fantasy Alarm NBA DFS Podcast here for Monday's five-game NBA slate. Uh, James, it's nice to get a little bit of a reprieve here for some of those monster slates we've had uh, over the last couple of days here. Now, obviously, uh, you know, me personally, I'm a big fan of the five to eight game slate types but you know the nba is uh condensed the season we're gonna have a lot of uh packed slates moving forward so uh i'm excited to get this five gamer under our belts
1: yeah and this five gamer is loaded john like star power galore um we have like just pretty much every big name you can think of on this slate um and we have a nice late night hammer in portland la so uh, it's going to be exciting. A lot, there's going to be a lot of back-to-backs this year. I don't know if you've, like, realized it, but everyone is playing back-to-backs just to get the season in. And uh, we have Brooklyn on a back-to-back. We have Detroit. Uh, no, not, Detroit's not on a back-to-back. Um, we have, I guess, just two then, the Lakers and Brooklyn, huh? But those are going to be some big questions because Anthony Davis not playing... Sunday will he play Monday LeBron James playing Sunday will he play Monday and then Brooklyn nerdy kind of on the fence if Kevin Durant's gonna play uh, Spencer Dinwiddie left um, Sunday's game with an injury so uh, it's gonna be an interesting slate to see who plays and who sits
0: yeah I'm excited to get into it as well and uh, you know, we do have a couple questions in terms of game totals already because uh, of the Lakers, Portland, Brooklyn, Memphis, sort of uncertainty there with who may or may not play. But you're looking at Detroit, Atlanta, 225 game total there, uh, Houston, Denver, 225 game total, and Utah, OKC, 221. Uh, you know, we saw a lot of scoring so far this year. Um, and, you know, last year there was a ton of high game totals, and we're definitely trending uh, in that direction. I think basically if you ever see a game under 220, that's like the new 210, right?
1: Yeah, uh, it is the new two ten, and uh, I, I'm wondering what the two games that we don't have are going to be because they're two high octane right. games, and the two twenty one is probably going to be the lowest on the board, especially Memphis Brooklyn. Do you, what do you think is going to be higher, Memphis Brooklyn or Portland LA, or what do you think opens as the highest on the slate?
0: I think Portland LA opens to the highest.
1: I think Memphis Brooklyn opens the highest, and I think that's because of lack of defense. And I think they maybe show the Lakers defensive prowess a little more love, but You're probably right. You're you're probably right. Like tonight was two tonight Minnesota LA ended up two twenty three or opened to two twenty three and then ended up two twenty
0: nine. Right.
1: So uh lots of intriguing Vegas totals on this slate. Uh but, yeah, five games, John. I mean, I'm
0: ready. I'm ready to get into it. You ready to go in? We'll, we'll start off at the point guard position. Now, we're, for position sanity, we're using FanDuel because uh, DraftKings gives pretty much everybody multiple positions for the most part. Uh, and believe it or not, James, FanDuel is actually pretty uh, reactive uh, to adjusting some player positions already. Uh, which was nice, if you remember, sort of opening night we had Giannis as a small forward, and then the next slate he's a power forward, and that's where he is over on DraftKings. So slowly but surely we're getting some position unity. Still not fully there for every player, but uh, hopefully we'll uh, you know it's a good start for FanDuel. Uh, you know, at least making the necessary changes uh, where it's gonna have to be. Um, but let's kick it off at the point guard spot. At the top you have Trey Young, ninety eight hundred dollars over on. Um, FanDuel DraftKings, he's ninety-five hundred dollars. Um, gets just an absolutely smash matchup here um, against Detroit. Whether it be Killian Hayes, whether it be Derrick Rose, um, you know, no real defensive p- prowess between the two. Uh, Trey Young has been absolutely lightning in the first two games uh, of the season, thirty-seven and thirty-six actual in those two games, over fifty fantasy points, just sort of uh, solidifying the fact that he is going to be an elite play and. You know, you and I were high on him just in general this year, and uh, under 10K, very appealing.
1: Yeah, I wish I went ahead and bet Trey Young as the MVP, because I do think that is, like, on the board for him, potentially, to win the MVP. Uh, I think you can play him any format here against Detroit. I mean... And the fact that he's 9,500 on, on DraftKings is crazy. He's with Harden, LeBron and Lillard all listed as point guards. He's technically the fourth highest price point guard um, has a 37% usage rate, which is up from last year has is averaging 1.7 fantasy points per game up from last year. Um, it's just a killer spot against the rookie, as you mentioned. So uh, really don't see any problem playing Young in any and all format um, you want. And, uh, I don't think it's crazy to say he's the top point guard on the slate, but things could obviously change if, let's say, a one Kevin Durant doesn't suit up for uh, Brooklyn's yeah. game tomorrow. And, and,
0: and, I mean, you're mentioning Kevin Durant, you know, obviously coming off the injuries and maybe sitting back-to-backs, but you know, Kyrie Irving's no stranger to sitting out those back-to-backs either, given sure. his lengthy injury uh, history. So it'd certainly be on, on the wary for and look out for that. Uh, Kyrie is tearing it up against uh, Charlotte right now. He had a good game against Boston, um, you know, but against Memphis, $9,400 gets that good matchup against John Morant um, over for dra- on FanDuel for DraftKings. His pricing sits uh, at 9K. So I- I'm in agreement with you. If there's no Durant and Kyrie's a full go, I mean, that, that makes him a full send for me.
1: If Durant does not play and you had to rank Trey Young and Kyrie Irving, how would you rank them?
0: I'd probably have to take Kyrie just for the discount, I think. Even though it's only a couple hundred dollars um, on FanDuel, you know, 94 to 98. uh, On DraftKings, it's a a bigger sort of, uh, you know, 500-buck difference there. Uh, I I think I would take that because I think on these smaller slates, every dollar sort of counts, and, you know, you can sort of tweak things there.
1: I think that it's literally splitting hairs. And you might honestly you could find a way to put both of them into your lineups fade the higher price guys fade. Like if you, if you're fading a Harden or fading a Lillard or LeBron or Davis, whoever, and you just want to play young and Kyrie, I think that could be a contrarian uh, route to go.
0: I could see without Kevin Durant, I could see Kyrie Irving maybe going for 50 actual in this spot against Memphis.
1: Yeah, and he seems like he's in a really good place, huh? He seems like he's really happy. Yeah, he's going
0: to walk in the building. He's yeah. at home in Brooklyn. He's ready to go, you know, and, and Morant is just not going to be able to stay with him, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I think Kyrie could be the first guy to score 50 this year. So, uh,
1: I think you should place that Vegas bet right now. If you find out Kevin Durant is ruled out, I think you should go... uh should go... Uh, Put something on that, because yeah. I think he could be right.
0: I, I think I think this matchup could be could be it. So I'm big on him for sure. Um, you know, obviously we like John Rand on the other side of that game. Ja had uh some fantastic produ- production already this year. Opening night again for them, he had 44 actual and nine assists against San Antonio. Uh followed it up with forty-three fantasy points against Atlanta, flip side of that matchup against Kyrie. We you know Kyrie not strong defensively, Ja really taking that leap forward for him. Uh, so, you know, great, great spot for him. No, no hatred there at all. Uh, and then a fan we get a you know a big price down, you know, draw was 85, but now we get into this seven K uh, tier where it's just Jamal Murray at $7,100 uh, was ice ice cold for the first half of that game against the Clippers came on strong where basically it was just him running the show uh, late in that game. Uh, GPP only for sure. We always say this about Jamal Murray. Um, it is Houston though. You know, not a lot of def- defense being played there. No John wall. Um, You know, so I, I think Murray is fine if you want to be contrarian, looking for sort of a mid-tier play there, Um, you know, and then after that, there, there's guys in these 6K and below, you know, Mike Conley against OKC, George Hill on the flip side of the matchup at $5,400, and for me, like, that's probably it, like, Killian Hayes is $3,800. He hasn't done anything so far as a rookie, 21 and 19 minutes. So he's sort of on the floor, but hasn't given us 10 fantasy points yet. Like, I'm probably cutting the cord there after George Hill.
1: Yeah, and George Hill is 4,500 on DK still. So, um, you you don't really, like, that's your value. And that's kind of, I kind of in agreement with you there.
0: I mean, like, we could see Rondo make his debut. He You know, he was active, but didn't play, um... The other day against um, against the Grizzlies, you know they said they you know you just activated, want to get him with the team. There is no Chris Dunn still, you know maybe this would be a game where Rondo makes his debut at forty two, but I don't think you need to go there.
1: I don't think you need to go there. You possibly can because it's only five games, you know. Um, but I also don't think like, draft
0: kings, if you're going to do it, do it there, or at least you get the yeah. bonus for double doubles. Not that I think he's going to be on the floor enough for that, but right. That's the know, main point.
1: I that's, think that's the main point. He probably doesn't play enough to get you to the point where he's getting you a double double, right?
0: You, you play Rondo. If you're max entering like 150 lineups and you're hoping that Trey gets an early foul trouble or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Something, something yep. like that. Uh, shooting guard here, again, moving on over, uh, James Harden, 11-5, Denver. And you may have seen us go back and forth on Twitter about this uh, the other night. Harden, absolutely nutty in overtime, going for 44 points, four rebounds, 17 assists, 73 duel points. And, you know, we, we sort of used to have the commandments of NBA DFS, the Bible of NBA DFS. And one of them was always, like, play James Harden when— you know, player X wasn't playing. And, you know, last year, Russell Westbrook, whenever Westbrook was out, you played James Harden, he had an over 40% usage rate. Um, I mean, Harden just is the offense right now. John Wall and Eric Gordon, and Demarcus Cousins are all out due to the sort of the COVID quarantine situation. You know, but it's in Denver, you know, this is where are you at all, James? 11 5 on FanDuel over on DraftKings, he's 11 2 or. Do you just set it, forget it, and figure out a way to build around him? I think
1: you can get away with it on this slate specifically, but generally I would be all over you for not playing James Harden. Um, But I think for this slate, I mean, we're talking about getting a massive discount on Kyrie possibly without Durant. We're getting a massive discount going to Trey Young against Detroit and a rookie. Getting a massive discount on John Morant, who is playing just as well as anyone else in this in this league, so um, I think you can fade it. I also think if you want to play James Harden, John and I are going to not tell you. Like we're going to not be the first ones to be like, no, don't play him. Harden yeah, had a
0: thirty-four percent usage rate uh, the other night against Portland. One point eight fantasy two uh, fantasy points per minute. So. Like that's
1: the kicker right there. One point eight. Fa- I mean, we're talking about. Uh, like he played 43 minutes in this first game. If you want to make all those fat jokes about him too, like, cause he clearly looked out of shape. That's fine. But he's clearly in, shape. you know, he's, he is getting fat, but he's clearly in good shape, or at least well enough to, to really ball. So, I mean, um, yeah, there's, uh, we're not going to be the ones to tell you not to play. Him. So I play agree. him, play him if you want. Cause he, you know, there's 80 point upside.
0: Yep, I'm with you on that one. Um, Donovan Mitchell is just sort of putting up the same stat lines, you know, 21, 20 points, uh, you know, a couple rebounds, handful of assists, some steals. Uh, Again, smaller slate, so your player shots
1: fall, John. If the shots, I know,
0: like that's that's sort of the thing with him, right? Like he has huge potential. 7,900 though, you know, OKC is not very good, but like they have some OK defenders, right? Like. Mm You know, I don't like it. I'd rather just play like a McCollum or a Gilgis Alexander on FanDuel who are cheaper than he is. Um, You know, in the the same sense over on. Where are they on DraftKings? Gilgis
1: Alexander is point
0: guard guard only. only. Good. Good for them. McCollum's is a little bit more. Is uh, $500 more expensive than Mitchell on on DraftKings. So, like, maybe on DraftKings, you could swing Mitchell a little bit. But because it's. Like you said, like, if the shots fall, he's 6 for 23 the other night and 6 for 16. So he should, he's yet to shoot above 37% from the field, um, 2 for 9 and 4 for 10 from 3 in those games. So, like, the volume of scoring is there. The shots just aren't making it. The night when the volume's there and the shots go down, he's going to give you 50, 60 fantasy points. So
1: Right, because the peripherals have been amazing. It's yeah, not not I like Mitchell the Five
0: assists, giving you a couple rebounds. You know, the two blocks and three steals— Listen, I don't think we're going to sit there and say he's going to give you two blocks, but three steals, two steals like that's that's within his realm. So, you know, again, I, I don't love him. I'm the Donnie Mitchell jinx too. like over the last handful of years for those new listeners here. Uh, when I play him, he does nothing. When I'm off, him, he goes off, it's a good spot. We'll see uh, again. Small, small slate. So he's probably going to find his way into a lineup just purely based off roster construction um in the salary but uh that's mostly on draftkings on fanduel like i said McCollum is cheaper 7800 coming off that monster 62 fantasy point game uh 44 actual he scored eight assists um you know the lakers there you know if no lebron they're really you know their wing defense is is questionable outside of kcp um you know shai gilgeous alexander was everything that we thought he was i was actually um, upset because SGA hit the game-winning shot against Charlotte. I was hoping he would miss so they'd go to overtime. i get more <laughs> fantasy production out of him. Uh, but 24-7-9, and nine, listen, this is what you're going to get out of SGA this year. He's going to take a lot of shots. He's going to fill up the stat sheet. And he probably will give you a little bit more production in steals as well. So, um, you know, in this opposite matchup in Utah, I, I think that's fine. Uh, and then you mentioned if there is no LeBron James, you know, Dennis Schroeder on FanDuel is $6,000. I think Schroeder's been a guy proven to be a high-usage player um, that could benefit, you know, really running point there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have nothing bad to say about Schroeder. He's been good. Um, The only reason we only saw him 25 minutes the last time out was because they blew Dallas out, and he didn't need to play in the fourth quarter. So, uh, yeah, I think Schroeder's perfectly fine. I think he fits really well in this offense. Um, And, yeah, 6,100 against Portland on DK is is a very good price tag.
0: Yeah, I think I think that's gonna be hard to ignore even uh um even if they're out there. I think I think that's gonna be one that's gonna be difficult to uh avoid. Uh we mentioned Spencer Dinwiddie's injury. Um you know Karis LeVert is a small forward on uh FanDuel, so is Joe Harris. But I mean you you're gonna wanna play one of them on DraftKings, I think, if Dinwiddie's out.
1: Uh yeah, I mean you Obviously you're gonna want to play Levert, but Harris is forty six hundred dollars. Now Harris is only a small forward on Okay,
0: good. So 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 for the sake of the conversation then we'll we'll go with Levert with him being at least a shooting guard uh on DraftKings. Again, both are small forwards on FanDuel, so a little bit more of a discussion probably to be had there, but um yeah, I, I think LeVert for sure. One, he could move into the starting lineup. Um, you know, you would assume if be out. But if Durant is also not playing, uh, you know, I, I think that's good news for Levert, just in terms of potential shots.
1: Oh, yeah. I just hope if Durant doesn't play, that Levert continues to come off the bench. Because I think that would benefit him. I, I just like because you think
0: Kyrie comes out the floor and it's Levert by himself. Maybe? Yeah, I
1: just yeah, and that's kind of how it's been, where it's been Kyrie and Durant in the rotation, and then Levert comes onto the floor all by himself. So, yeah. just I don't want them to mess with that. It's not that I would like suddenly not want to play him because I still would, but I just think that they have something going. With Levert coming off the bench, so I I would prefer that um, yeah. to him start.
0: That's fine. Uh, where where are you on uh Dort? Thirty um, fantasy points, thirty four minutes, fifteen five two one and one.
1: Um, yeah, and he was good in the playoffs. Like we saw, yeah. like kind of like a res- like a breakout in the playoffs. and I don't think he's a a very good offensive player. Uh, he's definitely on the floor for his defense, but. He plays very hard. He is a definitely like a, a he's definitely a fencedy kind of guy where he's just a hustle 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 guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but that hustle has turned into like production fantasy wise. So yeah, forty three hundred dollars on DK. Um, I think he'll go kind of under owned. I mean, you could play George Hill at shooting guard under five k. You could play Delon Wright. Under five K. Uh, on James, on, James,
0: I I don't mean I don't mean to interrupt you here. I just I need to am I missing something? Is there a clarification that I need here? Dylan Brooks on FanDuel is thirty seven hundred
1: dollars. Uh Lover,
0: C- contavious Codwell Pope, uh John Conecker, who played uh against Atlanta for fifteen minutes. Uh, David Nawamba, Delian Wright, Kevin Hoarder, Jordan Clarkson, Lucenzie Dort. What did why you is just Dylan, to me? Why is Dylan Brooks $3,700, 30 minutes in each of the two games, 19 points last game, 2-2, two steals, 16-4-6, and two steals. Am I missing something here? I'm not seeing any notes on Dylan Brooks anywhere. You sure you read
1: that correctly? Are you sure? That you read that correctly because He's, that is.
0: I'm gonna lock him in my lineup now, so they can't yep, change it on me. Yep,
1: yep, and take a picture too.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: T- so, take yep, a picture so, because I mean.
0: Why? Why there's is no there?
1: there's no reason? He's fifty five hundred dollars on DraftKings, and even then,
0: I mean, like, I, I looked at Dylan Brooks
1: we, and I was how like, "I hmm. know that we
0: call FanDuel, FreeDuel." But like that is literally free. What are we doing? What are we doing? I
1: I don't have anything for you. So if you're looking if you're looking for an answer, I don't know because again, I was going to mention him at fifty five hundred on DraftKings. So you have to almost start your build with Dylan Brooks. Is that is that weird to like hear no, out loud?
0: I don't think so. On FanDuel at thirty seven hundred dollars, he is. Over under eighty percent ownership on a five game slate.
1: I don't, I don't know because I don't think people. I don't know how people regard Dylan Brooks, but they should be playing him in every facet. It should be over. It's going to be under. I think it should be over, but I think it goes under.
0: I mean, you think this is going to be the highest p- scoring total of the slate? I
1: right? do. I do. And I still think people I still think it goes under. I still think it goes under eighty.
0: Um, that is he took twenty three shots the other night. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, all right, you know what? Thank you, FanDuel. I'll take the thirty seven hundred Dylan Brooks. Um I mean, yeah, that's as of now, that's the value play of the day. I'm I'm sitting here talking about, you know, Luke Ends Dort. You know, whatever his <laughs> yeah, name you don't is.
1: Need to, you don't need to play Lou Dort if you're playing 3700. 3700
0: number. Brooks, right. I mean Jordan Clarkson at 4500. He's been really good off the bench. You yep. know, 26 fantasy points mm-hmm. each of the two games. Fantastic. Kevin Horder coming off the bench, playing 26 27 minutes. Fantastic. 22 and 29 fantasy points at $4500. Uh, you know, double double over T benefit here, but Dalen Wright was able to get back on the board after a curious debut. Why the, why Minnesota why Detroit Just stopped playing him in the second half. I I I wouldn't understand, um. You know, but forty two hundred dollars there. David nawaba started for Houston because they have nobody. Um. You know, twenty fantasy points at forty one hundred. Like all those guys. Yeah, fine. But at thirty seven hundred, you're you're playing you're playing Dylan Brooks.
1: Yeah, and all those guys are in play on DK. Um. For the record, because I think they're all actually really strong value. Um, yeah, they're on right forty-six.
0: Over on, over on DraftKings, you're right. They're all they're all very cheap plays. Um, Nawab is thirty-seven. Grayson Allen thirty-eight hundred dollars there. Um Dylan Wright's forty-six. Um is five k. Me a little bit too expensive for me on Harder, but um, right on on DraftKings, those guys are certainly uh, something to take a look at. But on Fanduel, you're just you're playing Dylan Brooks.
1: Correct, hundred percent lock and lock Brooks and Brooks now.
0: Um, all right, go to small forward. Uh, this is where it gets a little interesting, especially on FanDuel. Um, you know, we're sort of uh, theorizing, prophesizing here uh, that LeBron James and or Kevin Durant could both sit out the second games of their respective back-to-backs. Um, Anthony Davis sat out on Sunday. Uh, we'll see about LeBron, whether or not he does, in fact, play the Monday game. Uh, and then Durant, again, you know, we haven't had any indication he's going to sit out, but first back-to-back of the season could be a spot for where he sits. Um, if they both do play, do you have a preference out of Durant or LeBron?
1: If they both do play, I'd probably lean Durant. Um, I think LeBron has the tougher matchup, and I Durant is eighty six hundred dollars on DK compared to LeBron at ten k. So I can get a, I can get massive savings. Um, the higher usage player is Kevin Durant, so I would go there. Uh, but I don't hate LeBron at ten thousand dollars. I think there's always triple double upside. But I would lean Durant if they both played.
0: Yeah, Durant against Charlotte tonight, twenty nine points, but just two rebounds and three assists. Kind of odd. Uh, he had just zero zero ability as a seven footer to grab more than two rebounds. So
1: no, he's uh, only six nine. He's only six nine. He doesn't uh, like when you say he's seven right, feet.
0: Right. Um, you do get a thousand dollar difference on FanDuel between the two uh over on draftkings uh lebron is a 10k as a small forward but durant's actually powerful We're only 8600 dollars though a bigger price gap so maybe on uh i mean you like durant anyhow but definitely on draftkings you're probably slotting in durant then if that's the case
1: yeah yep 100%
0: um if either of them do sit or both sit or whatever uh the next uh, tiered small forward on FanDuel is Karis Levert. We already mentioned him. Uh, you know, with Dinwiddie being out, he could be he could be moving to the starting lineup. If Durant sits out, it's even better for him. If both Kyrie and Durant sit out, because again, possibility, you are lock and load Karis Levert, because we saw him go for like mm-hmm. 60 fantasy points last time as the only guy uh, in Brooklyn playing, so uh, good upside there. Michael Porter, uh, he was the uh, curious, you know, coaching decision the other night, uh, where Uh, With like five minutes ago in the third quarter, uh, Malone just checked him out. Didn't turn him, didn't turn back to him. Never played another minute. Um, Which is kind of curious because against Sacramento on opening night for them, he had 46 fantasy points, 24 points, five boards, two assists, three blocks, and two steals. Uh, At the time of being taken out in 23 minutes, he had 10 points, three rebounds, two assists, and two steals. After the game, Nikola Jokic said, we need to get the ball to Michael Porter more uh $5,900 here against Houston seems like a really good spot for him to get the ball more
1: yeah I think this is definitely a bounce back and you only do it in tournaments because the obviously Mike Malone hates him and only plays in 23 minutes um so you're you're only playing him in tournaments but I think this is a great tournament play and I think uh I was on Will Barton the other night and it didn't pan out he didn't really shoot well but he played more minutes. I suspect he Michael. He
0: 27 fantasy points on FanDuel. That's so.
1: true. And it, it wasn't terrible because, you know, the peripherals were, were there. And yeah. he did take nine free throws. So, like, I think both these Denver guys are in play. But when Nikola Jokic comes out and says what he says, like, it's clear that Michael Porter is going to be um, a focal point in this offense, as he should be. And um, I'm going to lock and load him a lot of Michael Porter in tournaments. If you're an MME player, if you mass multi-enter and you do play a lot of tournaments, tomorrow is the day that you play Michael Porter.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, talk about your boy Jerry and Grant.
1: Well, Jerry and Grant br- is... Grant. Yeah. is uh, Hopefully Grant. hopefully no one's rostered Jerry and Grant <laughs> these days. Um, but Jeremy Grant, of course, we're on him opening night, and he starts like six of the first 10 points of the game doesn't really do anything after that and then you know fool me once and then he comes against an, in a great matchup against Cleveland and, and uh Kevin Love active and he goes nuts um he's going to be one of the primary players offensively on this team um he was he signed a big deal and now he gets Atlanta who's in flux kind of everywhere in their front court um we got Gallinari who's questionable. We have Clint Capella who had no timetable and then suddenly was like upgraded to probable. How many minutes is he going to play? He hasn't played in over a year. So like there's a lot of question marks in this line of front court, not to mention John Collins is not a great defender either. So uh, I think Jeremy Grant is, is firmly in play here. Um, Blake Griffin already ruled out. I think we see Grant a lot at the four. I know he's been starting at the three, but I think they could kind of slide maybe Josh Jackson into the starting lineup and, and uh, move Grant down to the four. Uh, I think Jer- Jeremy Grant, not Jerrion, uh, is a really strong play. I don't love fifty-nine hundred dollars. Like, I'd probably go down to like Bojan at fifty-six, or I'd play Dylan Brooks at fifty-five, um, Kyle Anderson at fifty-one, DeAndre Hunter forty-eight hundred dollars has been playing a bunch of minutes. So I think there are like better price points I like personally, but I can't really fault you if you want to play Jer- Jerrion. Uh, Jeremy Grant after the big game he had uh, last time out. And screw you for saying Jerrion, because now I can't stop saying Jerrion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, blame their parents for naming them very similarly. That is true. Uh, for making this tongue-tied uh, conundrum <laughs> that we're dealing with. Um, I like I-5700, small forward on FanDuel. Um, what else we have here? Dino Gallinari questionable to play? You know, maybe there's uh, an opportunity, but if he's ruled out, you know, Bogdan Bogdan uh, could certainly be a guy we look back to. You know, both games up over 20 fantasy points. Uh, played 32 minutes against Memphis. Uh, hasn't really been exciting, but you know, potentially there. Uh, Kyle Anderson. I'm only bringing talking about him because you brought it up that he dominated against Atlanta. 20 points, 14 rebounds, and assist in two blocks at 46. I don't love him. I really don't. He's just a super boring player. (laughs) Um, But who knows? Um, DeAndre Hunter, again, of no Gallinari. No Gallonari comes off the bench, but sort of just different rotations. Uh, Played 35 minutes, 15 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, and two blocks. $4,400 there. It'd be somebody uh, worth paying attention to. Uh, Josh Jackson's 43. That's where um, I'm
1: going. I think John. Yeah, Josh I know Jackson, you want to go Derek Jones. I know you're gonna go Derek Jones, and we're gonna split the ownership. But I think.
0: Well, no, Mello. Mello didn't travel, so. Yeah,
1: no Mello. That is true. It just, I feel more confident in Josh Jackson being a high usage player than I do Derek Jones being a high usage player. Is that fair? Is that like a fair assessment?
0: So definitely with no Blake, I like the idea of Josh Jackson being there. Um. Because he is going to get shots. Why did he play eighteen minutes in a double overtime game? Right. When he played twenty eight minutes the game before.
1: It's fair. It's fair. It's a, It's definitely a fair question. But like, no Blake, and no Derrick Rose, who was already ruled out. Right. So there are there's a lot of bench minutes to go around. Like they can instead they close with Rose and all that overtime. I mean they could just play Delon Wright at point guard and Jackson Which They
0: probably will, right, cuz he right. sort of is a point guard.
1: He is a point guard. And and I think Delon Wright has a lot of value himself here, but I think that Josh Jackson is more geared towards the 29 minutes he played on opening night than he is the 19 he played
0: against Cleveland. All right, that's fine. I I, I guess I can uh I can bite on that a little bit. Um yeah, I'm gonna go to Derrick Jones here. He's just playing a boatload of minutes. Uh, played 36 against Houston. If there's no uh, Carmelo, it sort of shortens that wing rotation. Now, you know he is the fourth at best option. Maybe he's the fifth option of like that starting five group. You know, it, it's you know there's Lillard and there's McCollum and there's Nurkic and there's Covington and then then it's probably Derrick Jones. So the upside scoring wise limited but he is all hustle. He had six boards and assist, a block of steel. You know, blocks and steals are um, you know what it's about. So, if there's for 3600, again, you don't need to go there, but if you're double punting or going value, that's the way.
1: If you're double punting and going there, hey, you you never know too because if LeBron and Durant are out on FanDuel, Who's to say you shouldn't be double punting? You do that, and you start with those two and Dylan Brooks. You can literally play Harden, Young, Irving, and then still be comfortable at the power forward and center position. Because right. you literally have three guys under, what, 4,500 in your already, and th- four, three guys that you're comfortable with playing at 4,500 or below.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, if there's, there's on you know, a small slate, stars and scrubs usually are what we see a lot of. So this is going to help you get there.
1: This is going to help you get there. Indeed.
0: Uh, let's go over to the power forward position uh, where we already have, um, you know, potentially Anthony Davis, um, you know, returning, he missed Sunday's game. We assume he'll be okay, but it, you know, if he is out, You know, it's a job sound to Christian Wood. If he's in and LeBron sits, you have Anthony Davis against Portland at 10-for-10-2. And you got to love him without LeBron.
1: Yeah, I think if that's the case, I think Davis is my top play of the slate, over Harden. And I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot for saying that out loud. But, like, there are a few players in the league that can do what Anthony Davis does offensively and defensively. from like a stat perspective. So he would probably be my guy tomorrow if LeBron sat and he played.
0: Okay. Uh, Christian Wood obviously had a huge game there. Uh, he had a 26% usage rate um, the other night. It's it's really just him and Harden as a two-man show. Uh, priced only at, um, was it eighty one hundred dollars 81, yeah. Yeah, 81 on FanDuel. Uh, DraftKings price. What do you He's have? He's a now? center only,
1: seventy-two hundred.
0: Center only. What are we doing here? All right, that's fine. Uh, center only for seventy-two. That's not bad. Would you pay the eighty-one?
1: I would. I would. I and I said it to you before we hopped on air. He hit value at if he was eighty-one hundred before overtime even began. So, um, I, I have been touting Christian Wood to you for like three years. I'm finally. I'm very happy he's finally getting the 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 run um, because he's a really t- good fancy point-per-minute kind of guy. So um, lock and load Christian Wood, really, whenever, even at 8100, definitely at 7200, even in a tough matchup against Jokic. Uh,
0: John Collins uh, really hasn't been that good, really. <laughs> nope. I, you nope. know, it, the minutes have been up and down. But if Gallinari is out, we do have a returning Clint Capella. It makes Collins at least play his more natural position of power forward. Um, you know, surprised at 7K. Is he worth 7K to you right now?
1: Uh, no. And I think it's because there's just guys around him I'd rather play. Like, if LeBron sits, like, we're going back to Kuzma. Or <laughs> if Davis sits again, we're going back to Kuzma. Right. Um, we can play on... on DraftKings we can play Jeremy Grant uh Darius Baisley went nuts that first game um 15 and 10 with two blocks of steel and says he really did a little bit of everything I could go there for like almost 2,000 cheaper on DraftKings so like I don't as a as a like a tournament play because there's no Blake and they could be starting like Seiko Nabuya or they could be starting an undersized Grant at Power Forward sure but I don't think we need to go there um just if you're looking to be different in tournament, that's just know that's a way.
0: All right. Um, anybody else here, power forward, that you're, you know, you just ratted off some guys are like, is there any value that you like? Um, you know, you mentioned Kuzma already. You know, anybody else sort of just really jumping out? It's a small slate. So, you know, anybody else sort of within your player pool?
1: I mean, Covington, who's down to 5,200, he had obviously had a terrible game opening night, looked better against Houston, 24 fantasy point, 24 and a half. Fantasy points, but thirty eight minutes was the kicker and he did his normal eight rebound, one block, two steal. He just needs a couple more uh shots to fall. So I think we can go Covington. Um but like I like Jay Sean Tate played thirty-seven yeah. minutes
0: for Houston. They, uh, they, like, they supposedly like him. He can, you know, shoot a little bit, so
1: yeah, I mean forty one hundred dollars on DK, uh that's probably the chalk punt. And then if Seiko Dumbuya starts for Blake, I guess, but like I probably find seven hundred. I'd probably find seven hundred dollars to get to uh, Tate overplaying Dumbuya, Who let's just face what it. What do you think sucks. about uh,
0: Svi? If Svi gets out there, he played twenty three minutes the other night.
1: Yeah, and that's. I think that's where um, Jackson lost his minutes because Mylk played in overtime, and Jackson didn't. So I think that's where he lost his minutes, and I guess that's somewhere we can look to go to. He's another really
0: – he's also 3,700 as a shooting guard on FanDuel.
1: Oh, boy, they really don't want you to play James Harden. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Like, they just, like – they're testing who's not going to play James Harden at 11 too. like, because you can play – You just double punch shooting guard and then spend up everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's what they're doing. I'm on to you, Fandle.
0: Makes sense. All right, let's go to center and close this one out here. Nikola Jokic, uh, my disdain for him uh, over the past handful of years, uh, has always been centered around the fact that he just doesn't pay off the price tag. Uh, It it feels like he doesn't pay it off more often than not. And there was definitely a stretch last year, James, where, you know, he was giving you 40 fantasy points a night and he was being costing you 10 grand. It wasn't worth it. Uh, And his price kept on falling. He gave us a triple double on opening night 29-15-14 for 68 fantasy points. And then against the Clippers, you know, 24 and 10-9 and 10 for 47, you know, but if he's pay, if he's at 10k, you don't want 47 fantasy points. You're looking for 60 60 fantasy points. So, it is a matchup here against Houston. Are you going back in on Nikola Jokic?
1: I am. I am. I am. I am under 10k on DraftKings. I mean, if we're going to get this type of production out of him, where we're literally flirting or achieving a triple double every night, there's no way that he's not in your player pool every single night, no matter the matchup, because uh, if if he's gonna give us a triple double,
0: I I'll I'll give you the the DraftKings because you get the bonus points for that. Yep, Fandle, you don't get the bonus points,
1: and and he's more expensive, right?
0: He's 200 bucks more expensive.
1: So yeah, I think I think you. You lean your exposure DraftKings way, and the turnovers cost you less on DraftKings by a lot. Mm-hmm. Like those five points that you lost on Fandle, where you also didn't get for your double double or triple bo- double bonus, hurt on Fandle. So,
0: yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, next tier of centers down, we got Rudy Gobert against OKC, uh, and Al Holford, I guess, right? Um, and then or we have uh, Jonas. Valentunas against Brooklyn. We have always loved centers against the Nets, even whether it's DeAndre Jordan or um, Jared Allen. You know, I think Valentunas again, is somebody that you can certainly play. Uh, 29 and 28 minutes the last two games, 15 and 13, 13 and 12, giving you those double-double production at 72. He's 77 over on um, DraftKings, but again, you get the double-double bump, so a couple more points there. Um, And then on FanDuel, also sort of in that same tier, you have Yusek Nurkic at $6,800 going up against the Lakers.
1: I would go with J-Val. I mean, that's our, our – we've been on this uh, J-Val over – or centers against Brooklyn for yeah, some time.
0: Yeah, it was 6K to open the season. I like them better.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least he's seeing 30 minutes. We definitely yeah. like 30 minutes. We definitely like the double-doubles. Um, that's nice. I have loved Rudy Gobert to start this year, by the way, Um he looks really good offensively, which is weird to say because he's not really, or hasn't been. Um, he looks different offensively. He got an early foul trouble yesterday, or on the on Saturday, and he still came back and played 29 minutes and put up a monster line. And I think he can really take advantage of anyone OKC throws at him offensively. I also don't think Al Horford's going to put him in foul trouble because Al Horford just kind of sits on the perimeter a lot, so... Mm-hmm. Um, I love Rudy Gobert, 7,400. I think nobody ever plays this guy. He was like 4% owned on Saturday. He's going to be like 8% owned because it's a smaller play pool, player pool on Monday. So, yeah, give me Rudy Gobert, 7,400. He's probably my favorite mid-tier center here, um, barring Anthony Davis plays, and I don't have to panic pivot to Montrezl.
0: What do you think about Kunkapella? Supposedly I be-
1: not, no interest because I just don't think that there's he's missed so much time.
0: Yeah. I mean it's so probable, but he's probably gonna be limited, right?
1: Yeah, he there's no chance he plays more than like 20 minutes.
0: All right. Uh Montrez Harold, again, someone that we like. You know, he's been productive with AD and LeBron active. So like if one of them sits, if they both sit, if they both play, he's only sixty two hundred dollars on Fanduel, I know on DraftKings, however, uh, he's seventy five hundred dollars. So yeah. sixty two hundred on on DraftKings, you know, probably more in your range.
1: Yeah, definitely interested on Fanduel. Definitely could be interested on DK if there's no Anthony Davis again. I don't think it's crazy to play Montrezl at seventy five hundred if there's no Davis.
0: Yeah. Okay. I could. I could get if if if. There's no Anthony Davis. So I guess we'll see what happens on Sunday. Uh, again, we're recording here Sunday night, so when that game kicks off, you know, if Harold just tears it up with no AD, uh, I could definitely pay. Be willing to pay that cost. Mason Plumley, six thousand dollars on FanDuel. No Blake Griffin. Plumley himself already. Uh, you know, filling up the stat sheet more, you know, the scoring against Cleveland, only six points, but nine rebounds, five assists, three steals. And the assists aren't a joke. He had six assists on opening night there to go at 14 and eight. So giving you 30 fantasy points, giving you five X. Now there's no Blake going up against Atlanta. If Cabello's limited, Collins could be moved into that center spot. We know he plays no defense. Can I tempt you with some Mason Plumley?
1: And this is a revenge game, right, John?
0: Uh, Yeah, it's a revenge game for his brother. I think it was Miles (laughs) getting cut. So, uh, you know, the Plumleys always pay their debts, you know. The Plumleys
1: always... I think that should be the title of our podcast moving (laughs) forward. Welcome to the Plumleys always pay their debts podcast. (laughs) uh, Brought to you by Fantasy Alarm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I love what he's done uh, in Detroit the first two games. Now there's no Blake Griffin Less congestion. Mason Plumley's a really good passer. We've seen that the first two games in an extended role, six and five assists. And that's kind of been the Blake Griffin thing over the last few years, where the offense has run through Blake and the end of his days in, in the Clippers or with the Clippers and beginning of uh, his time with Detroit. And now Plumley's getting to run the offense through him. I, I like $5,700 Mason Plumley quite a bit. Uh, I think he's fine for cash, to be quite honest, because I don't think he's going to see a lot of Clint Capella since. Capel is going to probably be limited, and he's going to see a lot of John Collins, who is exploitable on def- on defense. So, yeah, give me 5,700 Plumlee for cash, and uh, kind of just move on from there. I don't love the rest of the center position. You like someone way more than me down uh, down here near the bottom of the barrel, but um, why don't you tell us Are why? Are you I talking about Jared Andrew, Allen?
0: I, no, but... This is a, it is a fair point to bring Jared Allen up because... Played 25 minutes off the bench Sunday, outplaying uh, DeAndre Jordan. Um, Jordan only played 19 minutes. And in those 25 minutes, Allen, uh, again, with their second unit, uh, I think it was like 5 points and 12 rebounds or something like that. 8 points,
1: 14 rebounds, an assist, and a block.
0: Even better. You had the numbers in front of you. I did not. Uh, 8 points, 14 rebounds, an assist, and a block. Perfect. 25 minutes uh, he gets on the floor in that second unit and just goes ham. Him and Levert just have themselves a time. Um, if Durant sits, you know, there's more usage available. You know, if Kyrie sits, like, I just, I just like Jared Allen coming off the bench. I think he can do a lot of damage. Um, and if it ends up being a matchup where, like, he comes off the bench and then Valanciunas is out and, like, Brandon Clark or, you know, Gorgie Dang or whoever they're using as their backup centers in, like, I think that's advantage Allen. So I, I'm a big fan um, of rolling there for sure. Uh, and then I think the the value play you may have been alluding to was Enos Cantor, mm-hmm. uh, um, who is, you know, he has a role here um, coming off the bench, played 25 minutes opening night against Utah, 23 fantasy points. And then against Houston, 18 minutes, 10 points, nine rebounds, and a block, you know, and, and this is the Cantor that we knew before his Celtics days, right? Like playing 20 minutes, giving you near double, double production. And then there's going to be these like weird nights where, In 18 minutes, he has, like, 17 points, 13 rebounds. Like, he's going to go off for you. So um, he's only $4,100 on FanDuel. If you want to get crazy on a small slate and get low ownership and try to spend down and spend up elsewhere, um, you know, Cantor could be an interesting guy to at least take a look at there. Yeah, I'm with Cantor. I mean, he's very efficient, and he's an offensive guy. You know, he's missed one shot this year. So, you know.
1: One shot this year. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I Like, on a five-game slate, I think that's something that you can look into doing and get weird doing, right? Because you a lot everyone's on the same guys. We're all on the same players. We all know how good the point guard position is. We all know the depth and the value at shooting guards. So um, I do think, you know, leveraging the field with the canter, maybe uh, Nurkic gets in foul trouble against an Anthony Davis if he plays. Plays into... And it's the Ennis Cantor hand, so yeah, I, I think Ennis Cantor in, in uh in MMEs is uh, a strong play.
0: Awesome. Uh, any final thoughts here? That is the last position to go over five game slate. Of course, we'll have everything for you all: the playbook, the fast break, the starting five, uh, the live stream, the podcast that you're listening to now is of course out of the value vault. So um, everything you need for this five game slate coverage, will have it for you. Uh, James, final thoughts.
1: Uh, this slate is loaded. Five games, doesn't matter. Slate is loaded. Um, there's going to be a, a lot of moving parts as well. So definitely something that uh, you want to keep your your ears to the ground because a lot of these back-to-backs with a lot of stars possibly sitting is uh, news you need to know, not just like at 6 o'clock, but news that will probably drop in the middle of the day and, and could alter your, your research and your process. So um, definitely something to keep an eye on.
0: I agree with you there. All right, for James Grande, John Pemba, we'll catch you guys next time.